My family creates music, art, and books. Please support us and check it all out. Links are in the description. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. Welcome to God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. Today we're going to talk about a couple video responses that have been going back and forth between ABBA and Preach, as well as Samantha Lux. Apparently, Samantha Lux is a transgender, and ABBA and Preach are just two guys chilling, pretty laid back. I tend to watch their uh, videos from time to time, and I've just been introduced to Samantha Lux. Samantha Lux, uh, from what I get from her views, is that she believes that jokes can actually turn into weapons, that the kind of jokes that David Chappelle and other comedians tell can actually cause problems. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Let me describe Abba and Preach. These two guys are a lot like the way I've been for the longest time, where I'm just kind of laid back and I'm like, sure, people should be able to, if they've got a platform, if they want to joke about different groups or minorities or um, just whatever they want, you know, just throw it all to the wind and let it happen. But although I have repeatedly stood on the side and position that these two men have, I have lately really, really been taking in and absorbing what exactly is happening here and really, really trying to pay attention to what uh, users like Blair White and many transgenders on TikTok as well as uh, YouTube and social media have been trying to say and how they're trying to express themselves. Sadly, a lot of them, they don't seem... Well, they're not, a lot of them are not articulate and they're not able to express exactly what it is they're trying to say. But I think that I've gotten to the point where I've listened to enough where I understand where they're coming from and I actually feel terrible for my own behaviors and some of the jokes and things that I have said towards other groups and people out there. I also find myself watching a lot of reaction videos where people laugh at some of the things that Bill Burr has said, some of the things that George Carlin has said, and other comedians before them, as well as some of the television shows that were very raunchy and snarky. And I tried to imagine myself, what if I were in the position of another person? And that's usually how, in human nature, we figure out how another person feels, and then we try to do something to help them or try to understand them or relate to them in some way. The transgender issues are very complicated, and for the longest time it took me a it took me some time to be able to understand where they're coming from. I actually, for a while there, just simply branded people who have this condition as having some kind of mental problem or issue. But now I realize that it's deeper than that. It's deeper than just simply sweeping it under the rug and saying, well, these people are just confused or they have these kind of issues. And it's a little bit deeper than just saying a joke is a joke, yada, yada, yada. Because like Abba and Preach said, 
Some people are going to look at jokes and they're not going to take them as jokes. Some people are going to listen to somebody tell a joke and they're going to say to themselves, this isn't funny. But some people will actually watch a guy like George Carlin and say, wow, this guy's an intellectual. He's a philosopher. If you were to go over to any Dave Chappelle videos or George Carlin or Bill Burr, although you may watch the video and think to yourself that this person has a point or that the way they describe something was funny or an unusual visual because a lot of these comedians are really good at storytelling, you may find yourself in the same position as me where you'll go, ha, 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 that's weird. That's strange. I never even thought of it that way. Or, wow, he's actually saying something that I'm thinking. The problem is, is I think that people need to step back for a moment, stop watching the video, and actually go look at the comments section. Go look at what how people are perceiving the jokes at hand. Because of the jokes that George Carlin has said about Christianity as well as God, there are now people out there who think, because of what George Carlin as well as others like him have said, that the belief in God is now stupid. That you have to be a fool to believe in an invisible man or a sky daddy or a wizard that lives in the sky. Now, in our society, it seems absolutely fine to walk up to religious people and use the same memes and garbage that comes out of these people's mouths, even though George Carlin is long gone and he's dead, and he was hilarious in a lot of the things that he said, unfortunately, there are people out there who can't just say, you know what, the guy was a comedian, he was funny. They've taken his words to heart, and they've made it a part of their philosophy and a part of their pride and ego, and now, whenever a person walks around, I can't tell you how many times people have posted quotes to me where they have George Carlin saying something to the effect of, you know, these people are so stupid and that religion is bullshit and that, you know, it's nothing about a money-making scheme and all this. So therefore, anyone who believes in God or is a part of a religion, all of a sudden they become this stupid sheep who is manipulated and will follow anything they're told. This is the kind of ideas that gets into the head of society. And then now Christians find themselves constantly berated and heckled. So it's not just a matter of listening to what a George Carlin says. Then let's take Dave Chappelle, for example. What if we were to remove the word transgender whenever he's telling stories about it, and put Abba and Preach in its place, or Brett Keen, or Samantha Lux. What if a comedian is sitting there in front of thousands of people with millions watching at home, and they're making fun of transgenders? Well, not everybody's going to be able to walk out the door and say, ha-ha, David Chappelle was funny tonight, and they just simply go home and get high and hoo-hoo-hoo and giggle about how great the show was. Some people will actually take on that stereotype of what David Chappelle is pushing forward. And the comedian always has an escape, don't they? They always have that way out. They always have that, well, it was all a joke. I don't really mean these things. I, I'm just saying it in order to get a laugh and get paid. 
Yes, but if someone who's running a business is watching David Chappelle, and then the next day a transgender comes in and tries to get a job, the the person is going to be thinking about the jokes that they thought were so funny, and they're not going to take the person who's a transgender or whatever the case might be as serious enough to even hire. This can actually cause issues. In fact, I'm willing to share some very personal things about myself in order to show you how jokes have actually been used as a weapon and used to deliberately and intentionally harm me. And I know a lot of you are going to say, well, these comedians aren't trying to intentionally harm, are they? How do we know that for sure? How do we know whenever George Carlin says, oh, jokes about rape can be made funny, anything can be made funny, or C.K. Lewis actually attempts to make it funny to diddle and molest children? At at what point do we like put a limitation whenever we sit down and go, no, 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 no. Now I get it. I, I'm a lot like Abba in preaching the idea where I like the idea. It looks good on paper, the whole free speech. But the truth is, is I've never had freedom of speech in my life. I've had so many things done against me that are not constitutional. I've had people crack jokes and rip into my own business that had nothing to do with them that they didn't know themselves. I'll give you an example. I write books. I'm also a music creator and an artist. There are some people out there who don't agree with my religious beliefs. So instead of actually listening to my music or reading my books, without even looking into it, they've decided that they want to disparage me or put shade. They even go so far as to going over and leaving negative book reviews on my books in order to try to make it to where people are discouraged from buying my work. I have spent countless years working on my projects and the things that I've done, but I can clearly see, as well as my family, that harm has been done to me financially. I have been hurt through social media due to people's jokes and ignorant remarks. And every single time these people do this, they will say, ah, I was just joking. I didn't intend on this person to get hurt. I would never imagine that calling this guy every name in the book and even instructing him in a creative way on how he can end his own life would do. Another thing that we may want to combine into the conversation is, like transgenders, I too have issues. Not in the same way they do, but I have things that affect my mind and my brain, unlike some people who are considered, if the word even makes sense or even is real, normal. I suffer from bipolar manic depression. Some days I'm extremely ecstatic and I'm happy and I'm on top of the world, Ma. But other days I'm extremely without energy. I'm drained. I'm suffering one of the symptoms that is absolute hopelessness to the point where I'm not, how do I put this, where I'm literally thinking that life isn't worth living. 
I'm going to, I'll just go that far with it. And I've had this conversation with myself many times in this thought process many times throughout my life due to the condition that I have. Well, on the other hand, the reason why I bring that up is there's transgenders out there who do not feel good about themselves. They do not feel happy with the way society perceives them. They are not happy with their finances. They are not happy with how people look at them and perceive them. They feel like they're outcasts. They feel like they can't fit in. They feel like that no matter what they do, they are not allowed to be who they think themselves are supposed to be. And I could not imagine. I can imagine from a point of view of my own mental issues. But from another person's point of view who's going through this, who is completely physically altering their body in order to become the representation of how they see themselves and having disparaging jokes that will end up eventually turning into insults. And unfortunately, the outcome will be some people in society will dump on them. There's no getting around it. There's a reason why whenever we watch like television shows that there are certain filters put on things in order to make sure that little Johnny and Susie watch certain shows as opposed to being exposed to something that's rated R and all these issues. We still claim that there's free speech, but we attempt to filter things because we don't want someone with a undeveloped maturity level to see this and go through this. But the fact is, and this is science, ladies and gentlemen, that there are many adults who are underdeveloped. They don't have the maturity. They don't have the experience. And when I say this, I'm not talking about the transgender community. I'm talking about the bastards who are sitting in the audience who find these jokes funny are not developed in a way that they can experience the joke as the way it's being told. So should a comedian be held responsible? Should an actor, should a celebrity, should someone who has a high status be held accountable for these things? Well, let me ask you this. If we know that there are psychopaths out there and there are sociopaths and someone gets on a platform and they suggest that sociopaths, it would be funny if a psychopath were driving down the road and just decided that they wanted to run over everybody on the sidewalk, is this good? Because there are actually crazy people out there who would do this. And this example I'm giving is not far-fetched, and it's not something that's never happened. There are people that are literally driving into groups of people right now. Well, guess what? A lot of you may not remember this, but Bill Burr, whom I find to be a very considerably funny comedian, suggested that sometimes when he's driving down the road, he imagines himself driving over tons of people on the sidewalk and killing them. He has also suggested that he likes it whenever a plague comes through. He actually said that he would love it if the country would allow a disease to come through and kill everyone just so he would be able to have more open space on the highway. Now, when you first listen to shit like that, of course, you're immediately going to go, oh, yeah, man, I could, I hate traffic. I hate sitting in traffic and 
because I don't know any of these people, they all die and they suffer and all that. <laughs> can jokes be used as weapons? I think that they can. And I've been against that idea for a long time. If you were to go through my past videos, you're going to find videos where I'm trying to argue the opposite. I'm trying to argue in a different direction. But I don't know what's more important to me. How society destroys other people and minorities and groups. Or do I want to protect someone who's a fucking ass clown on stage who says ignorant shit? I have to kind of weigh this out and balance this in my head. Do I want to actually be a good Christian? Do I want to treat others as I want to be treated? Do I want to do unto others as I want to be done myself? Well, if that's true, then I should feel sympathy and love and compassion for the people who are claiming, and you could see it in their eyes, that they're suffering from what is being said and done. Growing up as a child, I can't tell you how many times I found myself circled by a mob and people wanting to fight me. Why? Because they thought the way I talked was funny. And not funny in the kind of way where it's like, ha-ha, what a great comedian, but funny in the sense that they thought that I did not pronounce words properly. When I was a child, I had people who thought it was okay to spit on me and do ignorant-ass things to me because I wasn't what they expected a person should either look like or be. I've experienced these kind of things. I've experienced what it means to be disparaged. And then you add already other serious problems and symptoms to it, and it becomes a... It's like a bomb just waiting to go off. What about these children that are going to school, these children who are bullied, and these kids who they watch all this shit in uh, the media? They see that it's taught that it's okay to tear other people down and rip their self-esteems apart. And then these people, they get embarrassed and humiliated, not only on social media, but in their real life. And then someone ends up getting killed, or a whole lot of people end up getting killed. So not only is it damaging towards the person who's receiving the bullshit, but people turn around and actually do this. And I know, I know all the defense stories that you're going to argue probably. Yeah, but the comedian didn't want that to happen. Well, if a preacher gets up on his podium and he tells a bunch of people to go out and wipe out a minority or a group, the people who are listening and watching, they can only take it two ways. Well, the preacher's having a bad day. The preacher's saying a lot of weird stuff. Or they can go do it. There are non-believers out there who feel like they are outcasts. They feel like they're the minority in society. They feel like their religious family members have made them the black sheep. Same with religious people. There's religious kids who believe in God and who want to seek the acceptance of the Christian community, but their parents constantly de-evolve to the point where they tell their child, you'd be an idiot if you attend this church. You're an idiot if you do this. A perfect example is Madeline O'Hara. 
Her son wanted to go to church. Her son believed in God. And she ended up kicking her own son out just simply for saying, Mom, I believe there's a God. Madeline O'Hare, unfortunately, later on in her life, even though she was a hardcore televised atheist, she would end up being murdered by another atheist, along with the rest of her family, except for that kid. Miraculously, because she threw that kid out in the two weeks before she was murdered, he would end up going living somewhere else and completely escape the opportunity of being killed by this atheist who worked for Madeleine O'Hare for her atheist organization. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, is I don't think it's so cut and dry. I think that there's a lot of people who are suffering. There's a lot of people who've hurt. And one of the things that I've always argued, even whenever I was arguing that it's just jokes, it's just jokes. I know what it's like to have, be tried to having a positive experience through social media. And then one day somebody decides they just want to say some really ignorant shit about you. I know what it's like to have one person do it and then another person do it and another person because they think that it's trendy and that it's a popular thing to do. I know what it's like to be dogpiled by a group of people who at the same time they're tearing you down with everything they got. They will continuously hold to the idea that they should not be held responsible for starting any of it. And then what ended up happening for me personally is thousands of people ended up jumping into the fray. And for the last 20 years, I have experienced the same insults and attacks since the day I started up doing social media just because some people were having a bad day and decided that I was one of the millions of people out there that they wanted to dump on. So do I believe that people are capable of hurting and killing transgenders and homosexuals and lesbians because some asshole can't watch their mouth or try to be creative enough to come up with some other kind of joke? Oh yes, I think it's possible. I consider myself one of the most polite, respectful, articulate people on the planet. That's how I see myself. A person who expresses himself very well. But, if you were to ask some of these comedians out there and jokesters, they would tear me down physically, mentally, emotionally, from the way I speak, to the way I look, to the way I do things, to their disappointment on what kind of career or job I've chosen for myself, to not only just me, but somehow it's become about people I love, people I care about, and anyone who tries to befriend me also gets shade thrown on them. So this is the reason why there is this paradox or dichotomy in my head. What's more important? The comedian who's telling his silly-ass jokes and not thinking about how it could affect the crowd and how the crowd will end up behaving towards the person who is targeted in the joke? Or do I love the person 
who is the target of the joke. This is very difficult. As I said, free speech doesn't seem to actually exist in the first place. It seems to only work for the rich, the wealthy, and the elitist. They can get away with murder. But if anybody else says things, or does things, then there's an issue. Or, if you happen to be a celebrity that has lost your status and popularity, then it's okay to cancel you and shut you down. I'm not suggesting that we stop comedians, but there's only two ways I can see this coming out in the end. We either allow comedians and people on their platforms to say unlimited shit, or we're going to have to start dissecting every single thing that we hear. We're going to have to dissect every single thing, and it's going to get to a point, it's the only way to go, either unlimited rights, or you can no longer target any person or group anymore. Even if you think that you're doing it in an intellectual, non-controversial way, you can't. Because the person who is the target of your discussion or conversation is always going to find problems and issues with it, especially if what you're saying is in no way benefiting their life and how they live. So I don't know. I think that a deep, intense conversation needs to be done about this. And you know what? I think there's a lot of people on both sides who want to have that discussion, but for some reason we keep pussyfooting around the topic. We keep on fucking around. We need to sit down and understand each other. We need to learn where others are coming from, and we need to try to relate and identify and find common ground. That way we can all live peacefully and happy. Well, that's all I've got to say for now, ladies and gentlemen. God bless.